Passion, drive, perseverance. Those are just a few things it takes to be a business owner. Denim and Blazers with Sean Vanderpool is a chance to spend time with each business owner, figure out their journey and how they decided to turn their vision into a reality. Come hang out with us as we find out how they rock their denim and blazers. I'm Sean Vanderpool with JLA Realty, and I'm a commercial real estate agent who represents clients who want to buy, sell, or lease commercial properties and or land. I can also help clients that wish to sell their business. If your home office is becoming a nuisance, you want to use a lump sum of money for an investment, or if you're just ready to make your dream a reality, call me before you call that number on the sign. They represent their client and are not looking out for you. Call 281-713-0832 or go to www.thelvanterpool.com and let me help you find a place for your vision to profit. Welcome to this week's episode of Denim and Blazers. I'm with Miss Sharama today. Did I say it correctly? Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, sure. So my name is Sharoma Scurry Graves. Um, I am a native of Queens, New York, um, far off way to be specific. I actually kind of moved around quite a bit. Uh, I spent some time in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, then went to college in Louisiana, and I've been here in Houston, Texas uh, since 2011. So I kind of bounced around a little bit, but I've kind of made my home here. Um, I am a wife. I actually moved here uh, a little bit before I got married in 2011, mm-hmm. uh, and a mom of a one-year-old. So I'm kind of wearing multiple hats. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Gremlin State University, as well as the University of Houston. I earned uh, my master's in social work from the University of Houston and my BA in sociology from Gremlin State University. Uh, And here in Houston, I am the executive director and the founder of the Access Youth Network, which is a nonprofit organization Mm -hmm. that works specifically with minority youth living in North Harris and Montgomery counties. Uh, And we strive to connect those youth and their families uh, to resources uh, within their community and with today's technology, really anywhere, but helping them to better shape their futures and make good decisions. Cool, cool. Um, how, what made you decide to do that? Like, how, you know, specifically, um, especially as for, I grew up on the north side. So, you okay. know, like, <laughs> what made you decide to do that? Sure. So um, I actually got the idea to start a nonprofit organization uh, when I was in high school, actually junior year of high school, just working uh, with different programs within the community and really kind of seeing their impact. I knew, okay, I want to do something like this. Um, But of course, I was in high school, um, kind of knew I had to, you know, grow a little bit, learn a little bit. Um, And that pretty much informed all of my majors in college, um, the organizations that I decided to join. I'm a member of Gamma Sigma Sigma National Service Sorority and also Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. 
So um, just really having a heart for service mm -hmm. kind of pushed me to that, um, that realm of having my own nonprofit. Uh, and from there, really, I kind of had the idea, but kind of sat on it for a little bit and was yeah. like, oh, oh, you know, maybe I'll try something different. Maybe I'll, you know, go a different route. Um, but really in 2016, you know, there was a lot going on in our community with violence against minorities and, you know, everything was just really tense. And I saw firsthand how that affected the youth in my church, um, the students that I was working with uh, on campus. Uh oh, okay, there we go. The students I was working with on campus, and I saw how that quickly turned um, just to hopelessness. You know, people felt like this monster was just too big. Um, and that really is what put kind of some fire underneath me to say, okay, I need to do something. I want the people that are in my circle to know that it doesn't have to stop here, that there's more that we can offer our communities, there's more that we can offer the world, and I have to be the one to connect you to the resources to do it, then so be it. So that's kind of where that came from. I kind of just rolled up my sleeve and said, okay, it's time for me to put this idea into practice. Um, and I specifically decided to focus on the North side because just in being in Houston, learning how massive the city is, there's a lot of resources here. Um, but particularly when it comes to minorities, you see that a lot of it is focused on the south side of Houston. And a lot of the families that we work with, you know, access is an issue. Transportation is an issue. You know, people have to work around work schedules. So I really wanted to put it in the communities that I felt needed it the most and where they had the easiest um, way to access it. So everything that we do is on the north side. We work with partners on the north side, people who know the community, you know, speak to the students, you know, understand what it's like to live in these type of communities. So that way, there our programs are relatable and then just simply our families can actually get to them. Right. So that's kind of the behind it. Yeah, I love it. I really, really love it. Um, especially, you know, growing up, of course, when I was younger, um, you know, you see the evolution of the neighborhoods and just the change. And it's nice to see someone focusing on trying to bring the community together and bring positive influence and um, access to information. That's that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, have you figured out your dance with work and home? I hear you have a one-year-old. Yes, I do. Yes, I have a one-year-old, and I'll be married nine years this year. And, oh. uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, really, I actually think of um, this journey. If I had to compare it to something, I, this might be a little corny. But I think about it kind of like dancing with the stars. Uh -huh. you know, there's a new dance there's a new technique so the one minute you think okay well i figured out this tango you know we kind of grooving with this tango <laughs> then it's like actually this week we're going to focus on the walks and everything is just totally <laughs> up <in the> <laughs> that's just kind of how i look at it um but i'm learning as we go um you know for one to communicate you know so if i need support or if i just need um you know just stuff going on around the house and make sure I'm communicating so that way I get the help and the support that I need. Mm -hmm. um, I understand that I'm not in this dance alone. Um, so I, I don't necessarily 
wear that burden alone. So I make sure that I communicate, you know, if I need anything and then learn how to, to lean on my resources. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a big advocate of just because I can do it by myself doesn't mean that I have to do it by myself. So if there are people who are around me that are more knowledgeable in a particular area than I am, or that might have a connection to a particular resource, you know, yes, I can decorate this room on my own, but if you can decorate it and you can do it to, you know, a good job and the best of what I believe your abilities are, then, hey, can you take this off my plate and you handle it and we'll, you know, figure it out that way. So that's really how I've kind of navigated the whole dance, if you will, of family. So that way it takes some things off of me and then I can enjoy my family. I can enjoy the events that we have and really kind of look at the fruits of our labor and say, we did this as a community, which is the whole purpose of the organization in the first place. Right, right. That's cool. That's a true, true sign of leadership too. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Oh, <laughs> um, have you dealt with mommy guilt at all? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that that is definitely um another dance in itself. <laughs> if you um one of the things that I have been fortunate enough um to experience is I was working actually when I first started this organization, I was working full time uh in student services at the University of Houston. Okay. And when I had my daughter, I was able to stay home with her, which is something that my husband and I planned from the very beginning of our marriage. So that actually was a good thing is that I'm a stay at home mom first. Mm -hmm. And then I focus on, you know, the other endeavors and the other projects that I have going on. So when I do have that mom guilt, I kind of have to tell myself, you know, you've been home with her all week. Right. <laughs> the activities, you know, just. Just because you have to be gone all day on a particular Saturday, just look at the bright side that you were able to be home with her, you know, all week where a lot of parents don't have, you know, those same type of advantages. So I just kind of refocus my mind to focus on the positive. Nice. Um, so that way I can, you know, let that guilt, I might have to sit in it for a minute just to have a human moment, but just refocus my mind so I can bounce back out of it. And then I really try to prioritize, mm -hmm. you know, outside of my family and things outside of the access use network i'm a part of you know different organizations and things of that nature and i really just look at what's taking up my time is it really a benefit to me personally you know on an emotional level a spiritual level um on a professional level and if not then you might just have to get a no to that right. <laughs> i will be okay so that's just kind of how I, I you know balance everything yeah that's cool i like that you um you're learning the balance though to me you're learning the dance mm -hmm. um, time management is everything and yes. um, some things aren't important and some things are you know your family and that's cool that you you're figuring that out i'm in my 40s and i'm still figuring it out <laughs> so, i think that's awesome oh good yeah yeah um what's your main mission i think you kind of went over it but the access youth group what's your main next mission yeah so we focus um like i was mentioning on minority youth and particularly on the north side so right. our mission is to really build up youth so that way our communities as a result can impact from having, you know, more productive, if you will, use that term, members of society. Right. Um, so our focus is, is really making sure students have the resources they need to fulfill whatever goals they may have. We focus a lot on life after high school. 
Mm -hmm. um, so it's helping the students navigate. Do I want to go to college? If I do want to go to college, is it two years? Is it four years? Do I want to go to a vocational program? A lot of our um, works, if you will, we do one-on-ones um, with families as well as kind of those overall, like I mentioned, the um, HBCU Fest and things like that. We do more large-scale events. Um, but just to help students kind of answer those questions. And our mission is that way. If we can help you better navigate those questions now, um, then you'll be able to really kind of set yourself up for a better future in the long run. You'll be able to better take care of your families, you know, make better income, put back into society. And then the cycle itself just runs a whole lot smoother. Um, so that's kind of our main goal is just making sure every student has those questions, but we want to equip them with the resources to be able to answer them in a way that works best for them. You know, everyone is not going to go to a four-year university, but everyone can live a successful life as they define it. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And um, what are two frequently asked questions you get? Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> uh, how can I get my kid involved? You know, when we talk about these programs, it's always, oh, I have a neighbor or, you know, my cousin or my nephew would be really good for this mm -hmm. or, you know, my daughter. So we always get those questions. And one of the things that I pride myself on with how we structured this organization mm -hmm. is that everything that we do is open to the community. Um, when we first started, we did have more of a membership-based um, format where you had to, quote-unquote, be a member of an or the organization to access all of the events and the information that we have. But now everything is open. So the, the simplest thing really to do is just to come to our events, plug into the um, emailing list, you know, follow our social media pages. And when we find out about a, a scholarship that may be going on, we send it out. When we find out about, you know, a resource that's going out, we send it out to everyone in the community. So it's easier for families to kind of plug in and get involved. Um, so that's definitely the number one question that we have. Uh, if I had to think about a second one, it will probably be the questions that you are asking, like, what made you do this? Why do you want to do this? This seems like it's a lot to take on. Um, and it really is, you know, when you think about it, when you really kind of think about holistically all the things that impact our youth, impact our, te our teens nowadays. Um, it is a big elephant, but you know, hey, somebody's got to do it. And I'm not necessarily trying to tackle the whole elephant, um, <laughs> but at least I want to tackle that leg real good so that way the students have the equipment that they need to go ahead and take on the rest of it. And it's not just me doing it by myself. One of the things that we do is we connect with other resources in the community. So if I'm tackling the leg and you tackling the arm, at the end of the day, we're going to get the monster down. So that's kind of my mindset behind it. Yeah, it would be cool, especially if this platforms open the door to other groups or people who want to help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that would be great. Yeah. Um, do you want to provide the audience with how they can get in contact with you? Sure. Um, so our website is uh, www the access youth network.org and it's t-h-e-a-x-i-s so um if the name kind of came from the wheel and axle uh kind of mentality so our mindset is you know as community changes as the community evolves that will be a constant structure within the community to be able to support our team so kind of put that in a mindset so people can always remember it's a-x-i-s youth network so it's the accessyouthnetwork.org is our website um we are on facebook as well as instagram at the access youth network um our email address is the access houston 
uh, like the city of course at gmail.com uh, so any of those resources are the best way to stay connected to us to see what's going on and of course if you have any questions or if your family might need resources specific to a you know situation that you guys might be going through we can always assist you um, just reach out to us and we'll definitely connect you to the right resources oh that is awesome awesome well i appreciate you coming on with me today oh no problem thank you so much for having me yes 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 and much success thank you i appreciate the same to you okay well um i'll check in with you all next week on denim and blazers